So then they're they're responsible essentially for it's not like tax and stuff, but mm. business development. Yeah. Putting in processes and procedures for local like business development stuff like that. Yeah. But let's not forget that local people got rid of the skate park and was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to episode 53 of the Comfy Done podcast. With the boys, we back. We back. After not doing last week's episode, I think I was a little bit tired. I was, Everyone was uh, tired. We were all tired. George yeah. was tired. Big, big Lou. Big George Lou was a bit tired. Scrappers. Yeah. We were a bit scrap metal in the fort. We'd had a big year, haven't we? We've but, just done 52 episodes. But I tell you what, the fans were restless, mate. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been getting non-stop messages from people going... Where's the next episode? Where's the next episode? Is yeah. it two weeks since the last episode or just one? Yeah, because the, the episode that we did two weeks ago is still pending investigation. <laughs> Not investigation. Big Brother no. hasn't... Thorough editing. Big Brother hasn't got to it yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, the fans, fans are restless. They've been kicking off. I've been getting... Well, I've seen people locally, they're like, where, where is it? I'm like, mate, it takes time, you know what I mean? As 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 a famous friend once told me, you can't rush out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly, more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, be out when it's out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is what it is. But it's nice, though, I suppose, that the fans enjoy it. Yeah, we've, we've gained some new fans. We've got demand. I think we're, we're local celebrities. What's our stats looking like? Oh. Yeah, I always want to ask this. I always yeah. forget. Well, you can log in, Lewis. I have given you the login. <laughs> have you? I've sent in the login. Before. What the fuck's logging in, man? <laughs> I know how to log on. Oh yeah. <laughs> to toilet seats. Uh, we've got thirty-eight followers. That's good. Uh, it's not hot enough to quit the jobs yet. Not quite. No, yet, no. George was <coughs> preemptive. Yeah, I was banking on it. <laughs> <laughs> George jumped the gun. I'm trying to find. Oh. Uh, the torture methods one got oh, I got eighteen plays. Shit. I thought it was quite good. I found that quite funny. Are we still yeah, listeners from all over? Yeah, we've actually got. Um, I'm looking at the list of the day and it's grown. We've got South Africa, Ukraine, Portugal, Chile, Romania, Egypt, Hong Kong, United Arab Emirates, Mexico, Italy, Spain, Poland, Canada, Netherlands, Ireland, Germany, India, United States, United Kingdom. I would like to know how many of them. Are continual listeners? Yeah. How many people are? We're reaching all the corners of the world, man. I told a taxi driver from Pakistan that I had a podcast, so that might be one. Pakistan went on there, mate. Tell all his mates back. he did say he couldn't really understand English. He listens to Pakistani Uh, podcasts. We can teach him a few on this. Yeah. So I'm the host, a hostess with a boastess, and admittedly, after telling the fans that I usually bring the topic. I've not brought a topic, and I probably could pick one out, but George said he's got a, a few um, newsworthy ones, or well, not newsworthy ones, topical, topical, topical yeah, 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 topical. That's the that's the word. Um, so we're gonna we, we, we've just already started debating. Mm. <laughs> we started the episode. Lewis's eyes went dry. Yeah, <clears throat> but if he was listening to what we were saying, it's it might too put him political. For yeah, but Lewis, like the country is in a in a point of turmoil, I would say, politically speaking. And obviously that I don't care. I've got to get up for work at half three Monday morning regardless. <laughs> yeah, but the I amount of tax care. that you pay, your ability to buy a house will change. I've the amount it. of beer the amount of beer costs. 
the amount beer costs. You know, can't even speak. Yeah, pints to the mile, mate. It's very important. Yeah, exactly. Fuel efficiency. Yeah, exactly. So you should take interest because the next election, which I think is in twenty twenty four, yeah, is going to be the biggest for almost two decades. I would say. So who should I vote for? Well, this is where it's going. This is where the debate comes in. Don't ruin the podcast episode because we'll do a podcast episode on it, mate. Yeah, I've got an idea already. So OJ's a radical centrist. He's Lib Dem. I am radical centrist. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of a juxtaposition. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. That's why uh, Roy Stewart defines himself yeah. as a radical centrist. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Whereas I am a traditional right winger. All You're, right. Yeah, yeah Tory. I don't want to use the word radical because uh, it's. it's you uh, need to be careful. You've got to be careful, yeah. You do have some liberal views. <laughs> I do have some liberal views. And more and more recently, I've started to think. Should I should I actually really, you know, consider leaving my echo chambers and step into the bright light of the centre and <laughs> look at things more objectively? No, no, because you you've got a fundamental distaste for humans, mate. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I, you I, hate people, I, mate, I and you wish people would suffer. No, I don't. I, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, you've got you. You've got no empathy, mate. I was thinking about this when you said it, and I was, I've been sat at home contemplating. I think sometimes my radical conservatism does not always align with how I am actually like amongst people. Yeah, because you are a very empathetic person, and you do feel sorry for people. Yeah, and actually, Perhaps you want to help people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You enjoy listening center. to people. Yeah. So then I thought, well, yeah, I, I don't hate people. You're central I'm not person. misanthropic, I believe the word is. It's a distaste for humans. So, yeah, I'm on the fence. And I've been look, looking at Keir Starmer thinking... Steer the Keir. Oh, I don't know. I Keir, don't know what can you offer us? But I tell you what, I think Keir Starmer offers a very centrist view yeah, of Labour. He does. Is that a bad and, thing? And, that's, no, and I also saw David Cameron as someone who gave a very centrist view yeah. of conservatives. Mm-hmm. When you say centralist, is that trying to be best for everybody? Mm, it, well, it's not. Ta- it's not being radically left or radically right. It's kind of like okay, in the middle, there's good parts and there's bad parts of each thing. Roughly well, I smooth. don't know. You're a centrist. Why don't you explain it? I don't know. No, I, I, I would say uh, there's. I've tried to look at political ph- philosophies and reasons why. It's difficult to define. I feel like uh, if you're far left, then you believe, you, you're looking at socialism mm-hmm. and you're believing that the community owning everything. You go on to like, yeah, communism, that sort of stuff. I don't believe that. I believe in capitalism. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that everybody should own. I used to, one time I can remember having debates with you, saying, yeah, like capitalism doesn't work. Like it, it makes people poor. Mm-hmm. Very Marxist view. But... And contrary to what you would say when I went to uni, when you learn about mm. capitalism and how it works, you think, yeah, that probably is the best way. However, recognising its flaws yeah, it's and trying to weigh up and trying to balance those by some left-sided mm-hmm. um, views. Yeah. Like, I think a big one for me is I feel, and this, is, this is a bit of a generalisation, but feel like the conservatives' philosophy on people is that people inherently are 
DOSes or mm. they're inherently, they doesn't take into their context or their mm. situation that if, if you're poor or you're not working, that automatically you're just a DOSer and you, you need yeah. to get out of bed and you need to do this. Mm -hmm. Not recognising the fact that actually someone, there's a story behind the, yeah. why someone's that beha behaving that way. I'm very much a believer that people aren't necessarily bad people. Mm. They're fighting their own demons or they have their own story. Yeah. And that's what's driving their behavior. Yeah. And to correct that is not by punishing them, but it's, it, in some ways it could be punishing them. Mm. But punishment is not the only answer to correcting that behavior. Yeah. There's multiple ways you can do stuff. Yeah. Mm. So I suppose it's that if you're a centrist, maybe, maybe this is a bad analogy, but like, Instead of like the right wing being the stick and the left wing being the carrot, it's like you can have half a carrot. I'll give you a little smack on the bottom. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. that's the way it should be, shouldn't it? What well, well it... this is the, this is where this is why I'm starting to think: is it time for a change? Now, I look back to the end of World War Two. I always thought it was a crying shame, or I think it was uh, disgraceful behaviour by the voting public of 1946 and seven. I can't remember what it was. to oust uh, Churchill. To oust Churchill, because you think, God damn, that that dude has just brought you through. He's didn't... a national hero, and you didn't vote him in. But like the older I get, and then you leave your partisan politics behind, and, and you just kind of look at it more objectively. You think. You need the best man for the job for those four years and is a ultra-conservative uh, wartime prime minister the best person for the job in rebuilding the country after the war? Probably not. No. You know, in Labour, I know I've debated with you being like, oh, yeah, well, the NHS was a conservative idea, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is it's the Labour government that helps introduce these things. And so I think there's always been this ebb and, the f and a flow between, okay, we have a Labour and then we have Conservative, it kind of goes. Sometimes they get two terms. Obviously, Margaret Thatcher did quite well, but there were some Labour politicians that had like a good streak, Tony Blair, for example. But we've had a Conservative government for so long and we've seen so many different factions of that party come to power that it's kind of been like, oh, fucking hell, is voting for again actually going to help anything? Do you know what, though? I think politics in the last 10, 20 years, sometimes I think what the Conservative government has done, would Labour have done anything totally different? And sometimes yeah. I think probably not. Yeah, exactly. Like Maybe Jeremy Corbyn would have, but steer the kit. Mm. I was thinking they've not really done anything because they haven't been able to put anything down because we've had COVID and we've fighting all these different things. Yeah. That actually they've not been able to implement any political ideas yeah exactly and i think because the, the the labor government would be very much very, quite similar yeah i think there's that old saying about like i don't know if it's not the same but always sending vote uh, sums that are quite well it's like in terms of american politics it's like you can vote for a red red to fuck me in the ass or i can vote for a blue to fuck me in the ass i'm still gonna get fucked in mm. the ass and a lot of these political parties agree on a lot of stuff there's just a few things that are different I don't think it's quite as bad here as it is in America, where it's very polarizing, but they're not actually too different. And I think also, like, vote people who voted for Joe Biden, a lot of people voted for Joe Biden because they hated Trump. And so now that we've got Rishi Sunak, which I think is he's quite an inoffensive conservative, he's not as polarizing as Boris Johnson or Liz Truss or... Um, Theresa May was polarising purely because of Brexit, whereas I think she probably would have been a great Prime Minister if that hadn't have happened. 
So it's hard to know. And so now I kind of feel like, like you uh, alluded to, like we're on the, we're on the tail end of like quite a few crises. Crises. <laughs> there was Brexit, which, although I was a Brexit voter, it's uh, scum. It's not like you don't just win on the day that that the vote goes through. It's like the vote going through is like landing on the beaches of Normandy. Almost, you've still got to fucking fight your way to Berlin. It's not going to be happy days straight away. COVID happened. Our economy is in a bit of a shambles. People blame Liz Truss, but the banks and stuff had a lot to play in 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 making sure that never went through. Which probably was a good thing. We'll never know because she lost what well, that lettuce long lasted longer than she did. <laughs> uh, and then obviously Ukraine and Russia and all these sanctions flying everywhere. Yeah, it's difficult political climate to to work in. To be honest. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't do anything but fight fires. Exactly. And so the Conservatives have been having to fight fires. And I kind of think, okay, you've done a good job in some respects, but now let's have a look at the current crises. Uh, the main one, cost of living, which I think is cyclical. Because he lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if we go... The, I, think, I butchered this in the lorry talking to Lewis, but it's something like... Uh, weak men create hard times, but hard times create good men or great men. And then great, it, great it, men yeah. make good times, but then obviously the good times create weak men. And so it's cyclical, like it can't be good forever. Lewis said in the lorry, well, why can't it just be good forever? And I didn't know how to answer that. Yeah, it should be forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's the baby. boom and bust, mate, of the economy. That's just how mm. it works. It, we always have booms, we always have busts. Do we need bad times? They always happen. It's impossible. Do we in a need, capitalist world, it's impossible. Do you to think have we need them? Boom, do you think they're good? They probably um, show the flaws in the system. And they probably they current, just happen. They just happen. Paradigm. They probably spark off new things that well, no one ever think of. The one thing I will yeah, exactly. say, and, it, and right. it's tough to Phoenix from the ashes, baby. <laughs> until nice. until it's like a hundred years time, you'll never know. But I feel like for a good well, my lifetime, we've never hit something similar to the Roaring Twenties. Well, the Roaring Twenties, please. Nineteen Twenties, right. mainly in like America, where it was like the economy was booming. People were making money. Like, that's when the American Dream come from and things like that. Like, yeah. people, what? Why? Just because the economy it was after. Well, it was before well, World War Two. Uh, World War. Yeah, before. Yeah, How yeah, sorry, did it just yeah. boom? Just because of the generation of people, or just because of the ec- economics? Just because what cheap labor, cheap pe- yeah, material? Yeah, things just demand. start going right. People have enough money to start building skyscrapers. Right. Skyscrapers get built. You can fill them with businesses. Yeah, you know, and then it just goes pretty on well and on. But there. I feel like we've not had that. But I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Mm. We may look like we may look back and say, "Well, the period between." It feels like we just come from crisis to crisis. It feels like yeah, it was two thousand and eight, and then it was. We, we we were stagnant. Well, we have been stagnant yeah. for ages in terms of infl- and, um, interest rates, etc. Mm-hmm. Then we've hit COVID and then we've hit this and this and this. It just feels like the world can't catch a break. Yeah. However, the bads haven't been as uh, really bad. Like the lows haven't been low. Yeah. So low have, the lows have never reached the Great Depression. Yeah, right? or World War One, or yeah. World War Two, but the highs have never reached the 1920s. Yeah, you're right. So it's like we've just we've just casually yeah. just been floating through the middle, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe having yeah. so much swing between good and bad mm. is a bad thing. I don't know. But do we need bad to make more good? 
I think the bad times create opportunities, don't they? The boom. Does the boom? I think the bad times shit. reset, reset stuff. Like things reset, mm. and then you go again. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So like, a, 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 we were talking about this in the lawyer, weren't we? Louis? Uh, well, <laughs> about uh, Vice <laughs> News dollar. going belly up. Oh yes. And they were once valued at something like five point six billion dollars. Buzzfeed. That time in the internet where becoming a YouTuber was easy. You could make bank or the adpocalypse, all these sorts of things. And like you see that as like the golden age of YouTube. But then now when you think about it, it's like, yeah, then it was bad for a while. Uh, and then companies like Vice and BuzzFeed and College Humor as well, I love College Humor, all fucked it. But out of the fires of those things, other things came up and become better. Mm. And I would say now the quality of YouTube videos is astronomically better than it used to be back pre-2012 mm. days. You know what I mean? People actually sit and research things it's not just sort of like i don't even know how well to... there's so much competition yeah exactly that to be the best you have to be at a certain level exactly whilst you're never gonna out compete anybody else yeah and so that's kind of created you know a good market for it um and you're like when blockbuster and all that went under and i was like oh it's a fucking shame now we've got like so much on demand and when so netflix comes along and then competitors can be thinking oh why can't it all just be in one place but then now there's competition. Everyone's egging on to like become better, and I'm sure the streaming services will come a day where it, it, they will fuck it, and something else will come along that's better. But have you seen the writers kicking off though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they actually get paid less now mm. for writing like Netflix series. Yeah, really? they were writing. What? Because there's such demand, I don't and they're know dropping why. the prices. I forgot, I forgot. Someone did tell the reason why. I don't know. The why. writers have been on strike in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, re- they're striking specifically now because of the money that they don't get because of streaming services. Yeah, and I forgot. I don't. I've forgotten the reason why streaming services don't have to pay them as much. Yeah, I assume maybe because there are there's so much there's so many writers maybe wanting to write for these accessibility. Things, it's, yeah, not ex- exactly. it's not exclusive, is it? Any Tom, Dick, and Harry can go and watch it. Yeah, and I think also like oh, shows get budgeted why. easier. I know why. Sorry, I've just remembered. It's because. Streaming services don't show the ratings and how many people watch, right? So you can't tell how good your show's been as a writer. Ah. So then you can't say to them, oh, look, I've done a show with Netflix and it's a billion people have watched it. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I should earn this amount because that's what I can bring to the table. Yeah. Because they don't show that anymore. Okay. Streaming services, they don't know. They can't can't advertise themselves. Don't they have reviews on Netflix? Is that it? They have they rate, have, what he means by ratings is like um, traditionally on TV shows, they would say, oh, this aired on Friday night and it was watched by 6.8 yeah. million people. Okay. Whereas an episode of fucking, I don't know, The Witcher comes out and they don't say, oh, last night's episode got... Yeah, you wouldn't know how successful it was. Oh, right, so they keep some things off the... Uh, yeah, yeah, Netflix and Taurusy don't say how many people have watched what. Yeah. Bit of shit in it, but then I also think uh, there are so because there's so many more shows being created, and it's so easy. It seems to like all these things get green lighted by Netflix, don't they? Because they're trying to make endless amount of content, and there is so much shit. And I think because you're not fighting other uh, writing staff and production companies to create the show that's going to be on at nine o'clock on a Friday night or whenever uh, prime time is. I don't know. Uh, the show just gets made and it gets put on and someone might watch it. 
if Netflix want to advertise it, then it, it might get. Yeah, I suppose use. it's um, a little bit more of a gamble, maybe, for Netflix on some of these things. Yeah, because well, maybe not putting ratings sort of on like a apps. spray and pray sort yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Does it encourage people to watch things and it's got no uh, reviews or ratings on it? Because you don't know if it's bad or not. I don't really know why they don't release really ratings. Like, tune in. I guess they just don't want people to know. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. It's not the squid I guess games. it would influence what you would watch then, because I know it's word of mouth, but if you saw mm. ratings on something... It's a, people... a squid games all in Japanese or Chinese? Korean, is it? How did that take to our, our screens, because being they, English? Because they put it on the front of the page and so people click on it and then cause... I thought it was just going to be you know off-piste yeah but, the, Korean yeah, people. but don't, think, don't forget that there's going to be American and English shows that are very big in China that are dubbed yeah it's the I same don't... here if it's a good show mm. people will watch it and actually what you'll find now a lot of Korean directors are getting big and a lot of Japanese and these Asian directors are getting huge like um, director of Parasite mm-hmm Getting, getting massive now. Won Oscars. Social media advertises it these days, doesn't it? So, yeah. On Vox, there was a video on A46. There's basically a new distribution company, mm. like your Disney's, your uh, Paramount's, and they're massive at the minute, but they changed the game on films. Okay. So in st- what they realised was that um, they could save a lot of money on marketing mm-hmm. if they use social media, and some some and so basically they bought like loads of films. They buy like loads of films, mm-hmm. and they're like off-piece films that are like other big studios have not seen, and then markets them through word of mouth and on social media, and now they're massive. So like, um, is it Bird Song? No, not um, what's the coming to, coming of age? film oh. I don't know. I'll get so I'll get a list of some of the films they've, they've won about four Oscars in the last okay. few years um, and all, all from advertising through social media and then people well, just that's watching. what they started off now uh, start, that's what they started off but they usually distributors also produce films but they don't produce they just literally distribute them but they've become as big as Paramount and things like that. It's quite interesting. Jesus. Nice. And it's also, it's more accessible to get it on something like Netflix. Whereas mm-hmm. last time, like before, you'd have to go and sell it to uh, film. Um, like Paramount, MGM. No, well, you'd have to sell it to uh, cinema companies. Oh, right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. The market's a little bit more free. I think whilst you find that list, I also find that writers nowadays, uh, they pump out a lot of shit. A lot of writers have got blood on their hands from absolutely butchering shows. <laughs> like, it's uh, des- desperation, isn't it, mate? Yeah, but they hire... The market's the ri- saturated. Instead of like choosing a write, like writers and stuff like that that are actually decent, I, I don't know if you've heard about the controversy with the Rings of Power on Amazon Prime, where they just hired a load of people that just had this woke agenda... And they, instead of creating, they had like this IP, Lord of the Rings, and the Tolkien universe, and then they just changed loads of stuff, and they said that it was just shit, like the uh, CGI was shit, there was no coherency with things that were happening, the character development was shit, they were changing characters, and it was sort of like, you spunked all that money on an IP, it's such a waste. (laughs) 
you know, I personally, if I was Amazon Prime, would not be releasing anything to do with viewership mm. of that show because it gets slated so much. Some of these shows media. fucking aired and stop, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So it's A twenty four, which is a studio, and they did the whale. Yeah, we had the whale. Oh, with uh, Brandon Fraser. Yeah, yeah. So that's just one on Oscar. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. So they 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 distributed that. Um, Lady Bird, mm-hmm. and that's what I was on about. Uh, X Mechina, oh, they yeah. did, yeah. Um, they did Moonlight, um, and The Lighthouse. Those are some of the ones I think they all want. They all, yeah, ones. that was a big one, yeah, yeah. So, so these were all like films that the big companies didn't buy, and they did, and then distributed them through like social media and Netflix and stuff like that. And now they're one of the biggest um studios around. Did you say that they tend to distribute and not produce? Yeah, that I think they've gives, moved on to producing now. Uh, that probably does give the creators, the directors, a lot more flexibility. So that is their like biggest, that was their reason. Yeah. One of their reasons for um, starting it up was they wanted to give directors complete creative control. Mm. And now I think they do produce, but they don't interfere with yeah. the creativity. They just say, That's look, smart. do what you want. No, you guys are going to hate me for bringing this up, but it's very topical. And Star I'm Wars. Very, yeah, yeah, I feel very passionate Knew about it. it. Season three of The Mandalorian was so shit compared to season one and two because Disney, Kathleen Kennedy in particular, the producer, and I think she's, she's one of the head honchos, like just interfered with it so much. And Jon Favreau was sort of like, you just ruined, you ruined my shit here i had all these plans that was making you money because you were selling this fucking merchandise baby yoda mandalorian all this sorts of shit you fired cara dune which meant i had to lose a whole show over it because yeah. of politics uh and then you wanted to bring back grogu in season three so i had to take a whole episode out of my other show the book of boba fett to fucking put a whole mandalorian episode in to make sense for season three and then they wanted to have these like guest cameos and so she had Jack Black and this fucking Lizzo person who I'd never even heard of. Jack Black. The, the, yeah. the singer Lizzo. Jesus. And uh, they were two characters and That ruins it. it brings like the fourth wall into it. Yeah, it, it does. Anything? And he was like called General Bombardier and he was like just like a person. it was Jack Black basically. Like he he just plays Jack I like Jack Black, but he just plays Jack Black. He's no space. He's got no place in the Star Wars world. Never did. No, well, not when you've got this eccentric, pompous sort of like. And then each episode like didn't kind of feel the way it should do, and the pacing got lost, and they were like having to take things out here to ram all this stuff in because there was the higher ups at Disney were saying, "Oh no, you've got to do this. You got to change this." And then the fandom are there like that season was shit. Like, even the YouTubers, there are some that just simp for Disney, but there are others that have just been like, nah, I don't, this is not very good. There's too much interference. You see it quite often, though, not with just films, like with anything. Yeah. Games. Yeah, with with corporate control. Yeah, games is a good point, actually. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, corporate control. And you always wonder, like, surely there's lessons learned from all the times that it's gone wrong. Why don't you just give people... They don't want the risk, I suppose. They just they want it to be risk-free. Yeah. They always know people are going to watch them but buy their shit. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. They've just got the market. But I think that's how you lose. That's how you eventually, eventually. get... Uh, yeah, you eventually get taken over by someone else because they're innovative. Mm. I tell you what, yeah, it's the same as dice. People yeah. always argue that EA have done, you know, forced dice down certain roles, not certain paths. Mm-hmm. 
which is not conducive to the... That's why the developers left, because yeah. they didn't have any creative freedom. Yeah, exactly. And they just, instead of innovating, they think... Okay, we'll just copy someone else. Yeah, Fortnite's making all this money. Yeah. Call of Duty's making all this money. Uh, sell skins and make a battle royale, and then it's shit. And then they're like, oh, put a load of woke stuff in there as well. And then the whole the fan base like... This is shit. We're not going to buy it. I know it's so, but it's interesting. Like company, it seems like it'd be a story that happens all the time. Like the tale yeah. of the old, oldest time. I think this is probably linking it back is a symptom of capitalism, isn't it? Because you have the board and the investors who want to see. They don't give a fuck about Star Wars or Battlefield or whatever, and they just want to see. Okay, well, we're making a load of money on this. That makes a load of money. Why don't you pump that but, in? But the see thing the is, dollars. surely they recognise the need for innovation, though. And if they don't innovate, they'll fall behind. Yeah, but those those investors have probably got their fingers in other pies as well, don't they? Yeah, I suppose keeping the shareholders happy. Yes, yeah, so it's like let let that ride. That's already a big IP. But it's such we'll a short term thinking. Yeah, but they don't they don't care. There's a YouTuber called Styles Theory who I'm not a massive fan of because I find him just to be a little bit strange. But he was saying um, he got black he got blacklisted from Disney for being too critical of Disney. So he uh, used to get to see shows early or play games early, and he would review comic books and other uh, books. And then he, he started to say, oh, th- these comic books don't make any sense, or oh, that was a bit shit. So they just blacklisted him hmm. completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's the voice of the people. Yeah, exactly. And eventually the people will just stop. Well, this is the oh, thing. So Consuming something else the will shit. come along yeah. that's innovative and people are like, fuck yeah, that's but, wicked. But he said, the guy who he was talking to was like, yeah, why don't they just have the fans make it? He goes, because the problem is if you go too far the other way and just give the people what they want, oh, no. is it's, it, it goes in the same direction almost because it's just like, okay, we'll just put fan service in or it becomes yeah. too predictable. It's like, and, and it's not a, I think it's a little bit of a myth, but... I think the sentiment is correct, and George will know this. Is like I think you've actually said it to me before, where there's a theory that Steve Jobs said we don't market because we tell the people what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe well, they don't that. do the market research. Yeah, that's it. They don't yeah. market research. If you ask somebody what do you want in your new phone, they're like oh, more memory. I want it to be faster. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like whether that's right, the sentiment's correct. Yeah, yeah. Is that actually most of the time people don't know what they want mm. because they can't see ahead <coughs> what's coming next. Yeah, yeah exactly. The innovative true, people yeah, can. Yeah, true innovation is giving people something they didn't realise they want, but now they're like, fucking hell, yeah, this is what, exactly yeah, what I want. Something that seems like a good idea, like, oh my God, that, that's what I want that. <laughs> yeah. I want to spend a thousand pounds that new phone. Yeah, literally. Well, exactly, that's exactly what Because it's got another yeah. camera on it. Yeah. It's got three instead of two. Yeah, if you Fuck. said to somebody in 2008, do you want three cameras on your phone, three lenses? You're like, why would I want three lenses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah or then you make a sleek advert and say, this camera's got three lenses, it can do this. You're like, I'm going to queue up at midnight for that. <laughs> Offer somebody a new phone, and like, yeah, it's got an extra camera on it, and they say, oh, no, it's just another fucking camera. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can do you a good deal on that, which actually is still making that company loads of money. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, go on then. Did you know? That I yeah. don't know. It's the first iPhone didn't have an app store. Did not. Really? Yeah, do you know that? Nora, do you have a camera? Yeah, the camera. Really crap one. I've got one of the first generation iPads in my bedroom. Shit. Yeah, it's got, it's whack. It's no camera. You know those unopened iPhones? Yeah. First ones, they go for like £100,000. Really? Yeah. Shit. On auction. Big money. 
fuck. They'd be so shit, though. Yeah, I know. Speaking right. of uh, original iPhones, I watched the guy talk about... He did a tier list of the original uh, iPhone games. Is that like when the iPhone and the iPad come out, you had things like Flappy Bird and Fruit Ninja, Temple Run, Clash of Clans. Yes. He was like, there's so much variety. There's all these games that were like big of the moment. Angry Birds, for example. Angry Birds was massive. But then there was just no innovation after that. And now all mobile games seem to have the same... Uh, <clears throat> the novelty apps, I think, paid off. Like, yeah. I, I liked like a lighter. Yeah, but they all, they yeah, all exactly. follow yeah. like your Star Wars game. Yeah, no, that's, what, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's all like uh, grind, grind, grind. So you buy premium currency and yeah. it's all like loot boxes. Or if, if, if it's a base builder game like Clash of Clans, it's like, okay, we're going to make basically Clash of Clans, but it's just Star Wars or it's just yeah. Game of Thrones. There's no innovation. Yeah. Really. Same with like um, Candy Crush. There's like multiple different Candy Crush games, yeah. all in the same vein. Yeah, exactly. But why is Candy Crush so popular? Is it because it was the first of its kind. Do you know what it is? I don't even think <laughs> it's these not even games, the first of these, its kind. These games, it's like Tetris, isn't it? These games yeah, are good. Like they just uh, they prey on the human psychology. Yeah, I they think do, that's yeah. the thing. Prey on single um, mums at home. Retail. They're just addictive, aren't they? In terms of. <laughs> They know exactly how humans tick and they know yeah. the little endorphins hit when you get this certain thing. So you keep on fighting for that certain thing. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't do anything. These games never ever, because I just hate grinding. Yeah. <laughs> I hate grinding. Yeah. Like, George, you can grind for yeah, like, grind you're, the, you're the fucking king of grinding, <laughs> mate. It's fucking so hard. Yeah. You are a freaking mill, mate. Yeah. yeah. Does, it, does it not no, feel like a job? You're a grindstone. No, what? it is a job, oh. yeah, but That's it, what gives, I mean. it gives you a bucket. purpose. It's like uh, on any game, yeah. You yeah, think, you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want that. Games. I want that. And then you grind, 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 and you finally level up after like 10 hours. You're like, oh, fucking hell, I've got this sweet new cosmetic. Yeah, it's on to the next one. And then, then I can be out on the battlefield on Hal at least in my fucking level 10 uh, Fallschirmjäger SS uniform on. And people look at me and go, oh, wow, you're top rank. I'm like, yeah, I am, boy, because I've grinded 100 oh, hours man. for that. I just, oh. To sign a prestige, but that's because it's that dopamine. Whereas if I could just buy it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's oh no. fucking hell. I use it. There are some cosmetics that I've bought and I've used them. But then when I unlock the the top tier stuff that you had to grind for, I'm like, I'm going to flex that, even if it's not as cool. <laughs> just because it shows people. Uh, I just can't do it, mate. I just got it, not got it in me. I'm like... Oh. It's not enjoyable grinding. Nah. It doesn't feel like playing a game. It's like a especially fucking Especially when you have to job. use something you don't enjoy using. Yeah, that no pisses fun. me off. But it can be rewarding at times. Like on that Star Wars game, I've not played it this year. Your clan's going to be pissed off. Yeah, man. I got a message on Discord from the cl- some of the guys from the clan. They're like, where have you gone? I'm like, oh, just works well, busy, I'm like, unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. But I just, I just got to the point where I, it, I'd unlocked all the stuff I wanted to get, and then I was just like unlocking things for the for the sake of it, and I just thought, oh, I just yeah. can't be. Time to take a step back. So like, they, couldn't, well, they couldn't keep you any longer, man. No, they couldn't. It's like, I really wanted General Anakin Skywalker. And it took, I shit you not, it took me, uh, like, from the moment I decided I was working towards it a whole year, <laughs> but obviously, Fuck. like, the previous year before that, I'd obviously put the groundwork in some aspects, but, you know, I needed an Ewok team to get C-3PO, and then I needed uh, a Separatist team uh, to, get, to get all this other shit. And it took so many, I, I dread think how many hours I actually put into getting it. 
a whole year. I had to have, I wanted to fit, but I wanted to finish my Phoenix team. You know what I mean? I did all this stuff and I got it and I was like, oh, now to get him from five stars to seven stars is going to take me. I worked out on the calculator roughly how much of this currency I was earning each week if I did all these things. <laughs> and I was like, it's going to take me 70 weeks. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, and I thought, I'm not, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, it's fucking wankers, That's mate. well over a year, isn't it? It's 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, it's just fucking to yeah, yeah, 14 yeah. months. Yeah, and if a I wanted grind. To, or I could drop 500 quid. Oh, re- really? Yeah. But people do. But I couldn't, I couldn't drop 500 quid in one go. I'd have to keep, I'd have to keep, because it refreshes. Yeah. But that's deliberate. They, so they, they, they're going to let you yeah. like sneak that, they pay every month or yeah. whatever. Or yeah. you can pay for refreshes. Got yeah. They make balls, what though, spunking mate? Spunking The amount they of crystals what? I spunk, it's like refreshing the store because I was like two shards off a character. And I was thinking, why did I do that? It's that like instant gratification. But anyway, we're getting well off. We're getting well off topic. We're talking about me with fucking incel on Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's there forever, and now I can go back to it if I want to and try to draw my clan again. Are you going to though, George? Nah, the gratification's done. Nah, that's the problem. You're done. Yeah, I'm done. Finished. Completed it. I want, I want to Stellaris again. Now. Mate, I've tried to get into mobile games, and I play like a day or two. I'm like, there's no fun in this. The, the, first, older. the first week I find it is the best because you level up so quick and like they bombard you with chests you can open. As soon as I've got to wait, mate, I get pissed off. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to make me wait a whole fucking day. Do you have to like wait for energy like to play? Yeah, you do. That, yeah. that shit Or you can me buy off. energy. That annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> my, my uncle, he, uh, he plays a kid's game. He plays... Uh, Music monsters or monster music. Oh, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's different it. monsters that make different tunes. And then you you can get, you basically level up. You basically get, the objective of the game is to cook eggs up and they create different monsters. Yeah. But the rare monsters, obviously rare from rare eggs. And you don't, you have to do certain things to get these rare eggs. Mate, the geezer like just smashes it. Like, yeah. He'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> be there at like lunchtime at work, like, and like, I played it for a little bit and I'm like I just want the rare character now yeah. and it's like and if I can't get it right now um, there's no way I'm putting hours in just to get this fucking rare character yeah exactly so I just bend it over and I'm like can't be asked. there's a girl that we know I don't know if she'd want me telling this on the podcast so I'll believe her name is it plays this game where you collect it's like an aquarium and you collect different fish and stuff for her aquarium she's like I'll play it every day <laughs> I was no like, way. really? You don't strike me as the kind of girl. She goes, no, I love it. Do you want to look at my aquarium? And she showed me this aquarium. It's got all these like different <laughs> ornaments and stuff in it. And, like, all these like, little cartoon fish. She's like, that one took me ages to get. I was like, you're a fucking loser. Anyway, do you want to see my bounty hunting team? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, yeah. We've gone well off topic. Should we have a break and then yeah. reconvene? Yeah. yeah. Right. Breather. Shit off a break. beer. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back, part de. Baby, when you're gone. <laughs> we're I just picking karaoke songs. OJ's picked an interesting one. Brian Adams. Classic. What's your one? I don't have one at the moment. Yeah, you said you had one a minute ago. Uh, yeah, but it is a joke. It oh, was uh, Man in a Box by Alice in Chains. Can't play that in the pub. Oh, shit. I'll the- play it to you in a minute. Oh, is it horrific? No, it's just heavy. Oh. I don't know if I can't get the... I can't do that. P. 
pitch of all time. No one could do the pitch, mate. <laughs> yeah. You just screeched the fucking town down, man. Yeah, the videos I've got, mate, there is no pitch tone, nothing. Yeah, it's like the episode of Always Sunny where they do that. Uh, I know you guys probably watch it. You probably have. But they're at the school reunion and they think they're doing this mega stunt dance and song and then it cuts and they're all just there going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, 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 anyway. I, my mom said to me the other day, which well, she said a couple of things to me. First of all, she said, the Snapchat I it was very cute of me in the lorry with you, Lewis, with that Brian Adams song, I'm in heaven. <laughs> and it just like, I'm in heaven. Hands over to you. Do you remember that? Do you remember? No. Dave, said, Dave said, saved it in the group. Uh, I'll have to have a look. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got no. one, we've got one thing on our minds. It's the pub. Yeah, we're clicking for the pub listeners. Pub Fridays are coming back. Yeah. An old tradition. Perhaps you should talk about Pub Fridays. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think well, we it's pretty boring. It's not that exciting, but it gives a, a view into our lives. <laughs> it was a good thing, mate. And more people probably should do it now. How long did it I know it's it, hard to afford it. How long did it last for? And why did it start? Did we... I, th- I think we were in school. Yeah. We were in school. We were... Me and, me and OJ... Our birthdays are quite near the beginning of the school year. Yes. Yours is October, mine's November, two days apart. You can probably work out what days they are, but... <laughs> shit. Yeah, shit. Send us a birthday present. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Amazon gift card, please. Thank you. Send it to georgiacomfortablydungo.com. Protomail.com. And uh, we just had a hankering for some beers all the time. Because we always used to go out to house parties all the time and drink beers. And then we started just going to the pub, didn't we? On a Friday, and it become Pub Fridays. Pub Fridays, baby. And it was great. Like I'd wait all day at school to go to the pub on the Friday. Wait, it would be Pub Fridays. Yeah. What time would we get there? Like seven-ish? I think it's like between yeah. six and seven. Have a skin full, not feel rough the next day. No problems. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Never any hangovers. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. Mate, that's so true. I didn't think about that. Why? We weren't even drinking. <laughs> well, why is this? Really. It was always like, like Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels and, Coke. and Coke. Yeah. Yeah, even so, maybe we mate. just didn't drink that much. Oh, maybe. How long did we do it for? Must be like over a year, I think. You reckon? Yeah. And then sometimes it'd escalate, and we'd end up on the bus to the the next town to the nightclub. <laughs> yeah, which was always great fun because it was the last bus, wasn't it? Yeah, it fucking like what everywhere. a palaver! Yeah. And it was like forty five minutes for a twenty minute journey because it went to all the villages. We'd have to stop him to win. Well, after a while, yeah. the year below started. Yo, your brother and that used to go to the same pub for a bit. Fall yeah, following yeah, yeah. our footsteps, trendsetters boy. Yeah, it was good just sitting there Friday night having a few beers. Yeah, it was good vibes because also the pub was quite quiet. Yeah. yeah. So you got no one else coming in. The fish, coming and, into your team, fish and chip van used to come. I mean, yeah. it would just be this podcast in the pub, to be fair. Me and yeah. George about some, some politics yeah. and Lou just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Smoking splangers. Yeah. yeah. yeah Fucking yeah. eyes rolling. I can't wait. Yeah, they were good times. They yeah. were easy times. They were easy times. No fucking worries, no concerns, no hangovers. Yeah. But now, now we've changed the podcast to Fridays. Pub Fridays is back on. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. After like a what? Nine year hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> we've been recovering, man. <laughs> well, I thought I Fridays drink. I thought Fridays were a good idea for the podcast, you know. Everyone's oh, stimulated yeah, from work. Yeah. Well, the only reason we did it last time is George was working. 
now he's yes. self-unemployed. Yep. Sundays, I'm always <laughs> just a bit. It's, yeah, it's one benefit. Sundays yeah, are my lazy, lazy days. Yeah, I'm with you yeah. on that, Lou. Like, it comes to Sunday and you think you've got work the next day. I'd so rather just sit at home. It's a bit of a, it's yeah, it's it a sounds a, bad. It's a bit of a paradox in your mind, isn't it? Because yeah. you're like, right, I need to make the most of the time I've got before I go back to work. Mm. But that, for me, I think for a lot of people, that's doing nothing. Yeah, the, yeah, and that and it's a, probably a bit of a feeling that it's elongating the time before you have to go back to work. Yeah, you are not doing anything. Yeah. Sunday yeah. depression, mate. And plus, if you're doing something on a Sunday, like OJ, you like watching the football. Lewis went to the pub on that particular day. I was conquering planets on Stellaris, <laughs> and you kind of like you're sat waiting to do something in the evening, and it kind of feels like it curtails your ability to do stuff in the day. I was on the local brew ciders, and I can tell you now, I had five or six pints of that, and I was <laughs> fucking wonky as fuck. Yeah, he was wonky. I was all right. Sunday session. Yeah, it just happened, mate. Yeah, local brew, five percent ciders, mate. I was fucking like shit. Off the, off the head. Mm. Yeah, I was a bit wobbly. Steam train. Yeah. bit wobbly. I was lucky I got home, sobered up. That's fine. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's good. And it means we can drink some more beers. We aren't in a rush to go home. We're in a rush to get to the fucking pub. Yeah, there is no rush, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. You don't feel tired. Well, Lou does feel tired. but I'm always tired. That's my secret. And it also means... <laughs> <laughs> That's my superpower. It also means that like you don't have to come away from your girlfriend's gaff. Because you're there on the Saturday, you wake up there Sunday. Yeah, I miss her. You're doing stuff on the day. Ariana Grande. <laughs> I miss you, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Big bye. <laughs> Do you fit also that? Yeah, it suits you. Holidays fit into your routine as well. Fuck your life. Yeah. Yeah, they do, yeah. My boots outside the crib, I'm up in a rib. Yeah, come on the island. Take a, take a spin on the cyclone, baby. Angel Byron. <laughs> oh, that's on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Bing bong. Yeah. Fuck your Bing life. Bong. Yeah. George, yeah. why are you quoting TikToks, man? Because it was like, I saw the whole video on YouTube about a year ago. George watched YouTube shorts, which are completely different. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just the fucking same. Big up the TikTok boy. Nah. I've sent you some quality ones today, yeah, George. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lewis has sent me some belters <laughs> today. Yeah. Pure. <laughs> but they're like, they're. Funny. Oh, I've got my phone on me. There's, an, there's one that I'll show you in a minute. I sent this fucking funny. The thing is, like, we were, when we were. Pipes up in London because I went trucking. I know I've mentioned it a few times. But I was on the truck again. Maybe. <laughs> trucking again. Didn't you know, we? Wind in my hair. Went to Olympic Park, didn't we, bro? Yeah, we did. Saw yeah. the West Ham Stadium, the Arsenal Limitale Tower, the Velodrome. I'll tell you what, uh, Lewis probably enjoys it a lot more when I'm in there because I'm like the sat nav, but instead of telling him where to go, I'm <laughs> telling him facts. like facts about stuff. Oh, what's that? I was like, what's that? I'm like, I'll find out. So we're outside this building and I was like, oh, I wonder what they're doing there. And I'm like, oh, you never guess what? They've got this. And look at, look at there. They're like individual studios. Uh, but yeah, um, I forget my point, but oh yeah, we were sat there. We were waiting for, there was a bit of a, come up, there was a bit of a mix up, wasn't there? Yes. And so we were parked on some double yellers waiting you know for uh, better than double reds mate in london <laughs> yeah. believe me waiting for the orders you know we're waiting to go over the top you know execute order 66 the, the lorry, yeah and uh, he's sat watching tiktok so i'm sat watching youtube shorts but i'm like there's one and it's like uh this guy who talks about like the bible and he's saying how things are misinterpreted from hebrew and i'm like listening to him and it's like <laughs> it, it looked like who's that <laughs> blonde woman who's a rapper who had a really big bum is it Ariana Grande? No, not Ariana Grande. It's something beginning with A. She did that. Ah, oh, uh, the... Azealia... 
Is he? No. No, is he? Is he, is he? Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. It looked like her. I, I don't know if it was her, but like rapping, but it was a guy, like a Chinese guy saying like, egg fried rice for <laughs> egg spring roll. Like, <laughs> and it, it was fucking hilarious. Mate, it, TikTok's fucking, it, it, all of it's hilarious, mate. It was funny, but I just thought there was an interesting like uh, juxtaposition between like the shorts I was watching <laughs> and then the shorts Lewis was watching. Do you find yourself making, do you make yourself watch them videos, George, about interesting stuff? Or do you actually like to watch them? No, I find them really interesting. But you, you not just like to watch junk. <laughs> it's yeah, good. Yeah, sometimes I like watch so some good, junk. Like, there's like so guy easy. called Al Jokes who does those videos. The guy with like the long hair and the little wispy beard. Right, okay. When he was saying about like uh, what to say to girls on a date. I'll show you that one. Did I send you that? About break, hitting them in the, cracking them in the knee. Oh, yeah, that, 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 no, it was sort of like um, ask them about their day, crack a joke, and uh, once you know you like it, make you move. But then OJ sent Lewis sending me videos of like the low max saying, and he can speak to the trees, the trees are speaking Vietnamese. Something about like I don't know what it was, but it was super saying like smoking crack is like don't worry, it ain't Blue Peter. Yeah, it is funny. It was, like, in, it the, well it was funny. in the Fallout background with the robot yeah. talking to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wadsworth. Uh, yeah, you miss out on all the TikTok phrases, mate. Mm. I sent you the C three PO. Is it C? No, the fucking drone. The, oh, the droids earlier out of GTA five. Oh yeah, they're the talking droids. to each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show you. Like, when I say 21, can you do something for me? Yeah, that's on, that's, it's a song, but it, it was a trend on TikTok. Uh, okay. Also, like, I was watching, everybody watched TikToks in their friends. Like, that's all we do, really, is just quote fucking TikTok phrases. Yeah. We're watching the football the other day. It was like, uh, we're taking a piss out. People really get into it. There's one guy in the lab who gets really into it. It's like, um, we're like, um, Come on, guys. Coach is right. We want to win. It's on us. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a big Les one too, didn't I? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I think our oh, TikToks are very different, Lou. You probably, mate. I will concede that if I did download TikTok, it, they probably wouldn't be too different to my YouTube shorts. No, not at all. But I'm against TikTok as a company. Sorry. Oh, George. It's been banned in Michigan. Yeah, it's seen about that. It's banned in all... Public sector companies. It's banned no, but for this the, is banned in the whole state now. for the weak-minded. But no one, no one can, no one is going to be allowed to download it again. How do they stop that? People start signing up phones. It. You're not allowed. To, it's illegal for the app store to have it available in that state. Oh, really? So if you've already got it downloaded, can but you, you can still use it. Once you use a VPN, people start selling the phones. Go to a different. Well, that's fine. Yeah. And how do they turn the app store off in a, in a certain state? That's all geolocated, isn't it? So you could just download a VPN, download it from a different... Well, here's another thing. Utah, in Utah, you can't watch porn at the moment. Shit, sir. Because they said... Without a VPN. Well, yeah, without a VPN. Because they said that Pornhub needs to add an age verification process that's not just I am 18 to stop minors watching porn. And Pornhub said, oh, we don't have the technology to do that. So now they've just been... They've had to block it in the whole state. Interesting one on that one. Here's one for you. Would you be comfortable having to prove your identification to go on Pornhub? No. In which sort of way? Imagine, imagine, right? A card. No, imagine this. You have to prove your identity. Mm -hmm. That gets stored on a server along with your credentials. Yes. Right? The the website gets hacked. Everything's there. Everything that you've ever watched on Pornhub there with your fucking driver's license. Yeah. Same <laughs> Yeah, but no, that's the, but I think that's a good thing. So 
it'll stop people from watching porn. I think Pornhub is a net bad for people. Pornhub have got so many cases against them at the moment, so many lawsuits about hosting child pornography. Wow. Right? <laughs> and I watched, I watched a podcast with this woman, and I don't remember her name because her name wasn't on it. She went under Jane Doe. There used to be a porn company. You'll probably know this one. There's a porn company called Girls Do Porn, right? And basically, they would, like, say they were a modeling agency, get girls over and rape them. And this... That sounds like casting couch to me. That's fucked up. Right, this this particular woman was, like, taken to this hotel room and was, like, drugged. And they said, if you don't do this, we're going to beat you. Right, and she was raped in this hotel room for like eight hours whilst they recorded it. That's horrendous. And that, she that was is... like, "There's blood on the sheet." And then the video gets uploaded to Pornhub as if it's like a normal porn video. Mate, that is rogue. right. They take the phone off her and all that sort of stuff. She tried to run away. The fucking bodyguard in there like punched in the face. And she's like, "If you watch the video, because once it's on the internet, it's there forever." And so people keep re-uploading on different websites. She's like, "If you look at my eyes and look at the bed, you can see blood on the sheets. You can see my eyes are in the back of my head. That's so, fucked up. Mate. That's fucked up. That's awful." Right? There's loads, lo- millions of videos got taken off Pornhub not long ago because they realised that so many people were actually underage in the videos. Right, so there's a good, there's a good. Well, I don't even think they should have categories of young girls on there. I think no. that's fucked up as well. Yeah, that is fucked well, up. That's fetishizing young. Yeah, yep. eighteen. Yeah, but there, there's one porn star. I know this from memes, so mom, don't freak out. Or grandma, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> uh, I forget her name. Something like Alex, something. She for within like five years, she went from being the stepsister in videos to being the stepmom in videos because she'd gone from like eighteen. To like in her mid twenties, and then she was deemed too old to be a teen anymore. And so she, so she was Fucking in the yeah. the milk. It's a fucked up world, mate. And then you just think all these women are being exploited, and it's the same with OnlyFans. Where like you get these girls saying, "Oh, you know, I make this much money from OnlyFans," and it's like if you have an OnlyFans, it tells you what top percent of earner you are. And there are people in the top thirty-seven percent, and they're making less than like two hundred dollars a month. It's like, okay, so you've just sold your body, you sold your soul. And once they download, if you get a guy who might subscribe in the first month, screenshots everything, downloads everything, he's not going to subscribe the next month, are you? As a girl's been exploited thinking that they're being empowered, and it's bad. Anyway, should we call it a day, though? Yeah, it's been a <laughs> Yeah, looking for a crowd. Yeah. See you uh, next Friday. Bye. <laughs>